0: I never know how to start these things.
1: The the, the, <laughs> the line is welcome nerdy. <laughs> to the
2: yeah, yeah, table. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: What I'm saying is what I'm saying is like I always feel weird being like, do we wave now? Do we start? Um, well, welcome, nerdy knights awesome. of the well-rounded table to Bohemian Geek Studies. Hello, hello, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm queen of those queries and defender of those droids, Sarah O'Connor. Welcome.
3: Hello there. I am Colleen McMillan, Jedi Master and Rebel Scum Collaborator.
1: I am Pirate Jedi, Anders Drew.
2: And I'm your Ambassador to Naboo, Flo Siegel.
0: We truly run the gambit here in terms of rank, from Padawan to Knight to Master, but no matter that rank that you carry, one thing remains constant, much to learn we still have.
1: That's right, and we are back this week with The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 2, entitled Chapter 10, The Passenger. This episode was written by Jon Favreau and directed by Peyton Reed. Beware, our transponder is broadcasting a full spoiler warning for this episode, as well as some wild speculation for the future, so if you've already watched this week's episode of The Mandalorian, grab your favorite drink from the cantina, snuggle up with Baby Yoda for crying out loud, somebody feed him.
0: Yes, please. Hop into a
1: nice ice cave hot spring and settle in for a quick look at what Favro and his team have created this week. Sarah, you want to start us off with an episode recap?
0: Yeah, I kind of do, Anders. So uh-huh. after escaping a kidnapping attempt on Tatooine by the most horrible people ever causing Baby Yoda to go overboard, Mando agrees to transport- They are officially transport- worse
1: than those Stormtroopers.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. Mando agrees to transport a desperate frog lady and her delicious offspring to Trask so that the egglings can be properly fertilized. Bounchicka-wow-wow sexy froggy time.
1: Her husband is waiting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's been (laughs) waiting so long. (laughs) And after escaping two New Republic X-Wings and some freaky deaky Ox spiders, Mando and the frog lady continue on their journey on a severely damaged razor crest that we had seen in the trailer. So mm-hmm. let's get straight to our observations. There were a ton, a ton of eggs in this episode, but not as many Easter eggs or callbacks this week, but we still have enough to pique our interest. Anders, do you want to get us started with those Easter eggs connections and callbacks?
1: Yes, absolutely. And let's start right up front with Dr. Mandible, a clicky little Ant-Man. We got this human-sized ant in last season's episode, The Gunslinger, and he's apparently not that good at gambling, but his more notable appearance here is probably a reference to the episode's director. Peyton Reed is most recognizable for his MCU work as the director of both Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, We're not really sure what his official species name is, but Wikipedia is calling him Killik, an insectoid species from the Legends Darkness trilogy. Uh, The Doctor is playing Sabacc with Peli, which is the most common game and the most common form of gambling in the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, It's the game that caused Han Solo to win the Millennium Falcon from Lando.
2: Nice. Uh,
1: And then we leave the cantina and Flo, what do we see?
2: Yeah, so then for some reason, we like fly straight to Anaheim and we're at Disneyland. <laughs> because here we get a glimpse of a treadmill droid roasting that crate Dragon steak from last week, no maggots, on a spit in front of a pod racing engine. And this is a visual reference to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, shouts to my home park, where almost the exact scene is set up. It's true. You can also get your blue milk there. Excellent
0: stuff. Ah,
1: very cool. <laughs> oh
2: what's
1: going on with baby yoda
0: (laughs) yeah speaking of snacks baby yoda (laughs) loves his spheres and snacky time and just like that little metal ball from the razor crest cockpit and the frogs he seems to find everywhere he looks Baby Yoda just can't help himself when it comes to snacky snacks constantly stealing some eggs stop that that's murder in a hilarious running gag throughout the episode, despite mm-hmm. Mando's constant, don't do that refrain, maybe shake it up a little bit. That's one time we see him also use the force too, which I personally there, there's some things I don't like about this episode, but that little tiny moment I really did appreciate when he's pulling the eggs towards him in the canister. Yeah. Colleen. Why don't you talk about uh, their mama bear, or mama frog, as it were. <laughs> mama <laughs> frog. Is that a familiar frog
3: lady? I love that they don't give her a name. That's just rude. But well, yeah. She is the titular passenger of this episode. She's a new character, uh, and she's a hell of a shot with that blaster, <laughs> you guys. Really, really good. I was very impressed. She is voiced by none other than Dee Bradley Baker, who probably holds the record for most characters ever played on a show, Ever. I would say he's known 200, as 200,000,
1: right? a million he's more, well on the way. The
3: voice of every single clone trooper in Clone Wars. Every single <laughs> one. <laughs> we love, love, loved him. What do we have coming up next, Anders?
1: Next we have, I'm, may the force be with you, and also <laughs> with you. you. That was like, yeah, with you. <laughs> absolutely wild to me. So despite not knowing like anything about the Jedi or the Sith, yeah. Mando does know enough to talk to the, to say this to the X-Wing pilots and to kind of speak that mantra.
0: And Um, I think it's really, really interesting because we're seeing in these first two episodes not necessarily a lot about his history or Baby Yoda's history, but that the Mandalorian, at least in season two, is really an expert with languages, even speaking Huttese. Now, Mm -hmm. he doesn't exactly have froggies, which is delicious (laughs) to see, but I digress. Anders, (laughs) sorry.
1: Yes, Um, but Peli can speak froggies, so it's fine. Um, But they really do seem to... Pelly finally mentioned the Force, as we mentioned last week, and they seem to be peppering in more of these references directly to the Force, likely gearing us up to finally meet some Force users in this show. When is Ahsoka turning up? Dave Filoni, tell me now.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Peline? speaking of series co-creator Dave Filoni, <laughs> 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 he is here as one of the X-Wing pilots that accosts the Razor Crest, um, this he's reprising his cameo actually from last season as the x-wing pilot trapper wolf
2: Man, what which is a kind
3: name. of a nice callback yeah on. he loves wolves he is he <laughs> loves wolves so of course his last name would be wolf the mm-hmm. other pilot is captain carson teva uh, he's not a director but paul sung young lee who you may recognize from the show kim's convenience paul is an avid star wars fan and a cosplayer on the side so it's great to see him get a role here i'm sure he's with his agent like yes i will take whatever they can give me <laughs> but you know he could have really done mando was solid at the end of the episode and helped him fix his freaking ship there are babies on board sir
2: that was out I of mean, the sketch they just like out. <laughs>
3: they did i mean they didn't see them mando kind of was the only person they saw but if they had seen baby yoda i would hope they would help but still like
1: <laughs> dude we're not gonna arrest you choice. so
3: that's fine yeah like like, why are they flying away just leaving in
1: there? But Flo, why would they be willing to arrest him?
2: <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about it. Um, so <laughs> most of the callbacks in this episode seem to be to the season one episode, The Prisoner, a.k.a. my favorite episode.
1: <laughs> Love it.
2: <laughs> so Filoni's cameo, Richard Ayoti's reprisal as the voice of Zero the droid, and the events referenced by Captain Teva, right? It's Teva?
3: It's Teva or Teva. You didn't hear his name on the episode.
2: Yeah, Uh, Mando breaking out a prisoner, capturing three high-value targets in the process, attempting to save the life of a New Republic soldier, are events from that amazing episode.
3: Mm Yes. Oh, and we got the ship's name too, you guys. It's called the Bothan Five. When I heard that, I was like, oh, oh, are we going to get some Bothans? That'd be awesome. Whether they're this season or going forward, Please show us the lion people. Like, yes, give us the buttons.
1: Yes, <laughs> but that's not the only creature, <laughs> Sarah. What were, what were these things?
0: <laughs> yeah. So help mm-hmm. me with the pronunciation because I think I botched it. Krina, Cri- Krina, the Krina. Cric- Krikna spiders. Wild. Where is Ezra Bridger when we need him? That's all I have to say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, if the last episode was a fantasy western homage, this one is definitely a freaking horror movie. The eggs in this chamber are laid out very, very much like the Alien films, with them climbing everywhere. I think kind of like that scene in Lost in Space. I had
1: forgotten about that scene until Mm -hmm. I saw it in this doc, and now I'm like mad at you
0: for that. Hey, that's a Okay, I gotta get some of these, Anders. And the tack of these spiders is enough to make our boy Ron Weasley absolutely panic. These creatures Mm -hmm. might look familiar because they bear a striking resemblance, though not officially confirmed if they're the same species, as the Krynoch spiders that the Rebellion encounters on Adalon. And they're the same ones that Ezra, we think maybe, are that Kanan and Ezra have to bond with to help keep Chopper base safe in Rebels. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. some Ralph McQuarrie concept art from the Empire Strikes Back that looks a lot like these spiders, too. Mm-hmm. It's also possible that they're an homage to the Cry Cure Wrath spiders. I think it's Kinrath. Kinrath. Yeah, <laughs> from the Knights of the Old Republic video games. But, Kotor, huh? All right.
2: I yeah. they they were spooky and disgusting. So they were absolutely yes. disgusting.
3: They were awful. You guys awful. When that first one hatched, I was like, nope. Nope, I'm out, I'm out guys, I'm out, no.
0: You could totally sense that it was going to happen. Absolutely sense oh, it, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and find a little drop, a little bit of the Godzilla motif too from-
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I did think about that too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But enough about motifs and Easter eggs and creepy, creepy spider eggs. Why don't we get into our other reactions?
1: All right, yeah, I think I'll start us off here. So <laughs> okay. this was not my- <laughs> This was not my favorite episode of this show, but i would I say that this show has a very, very high floor i mean even when it 's in my opinion not as great it 's still pretty fucking awesome like i 'm still sitting there saying more, give me more, inject it directly into my brain um, so even though this isn 't one of my favorite episodes, i 'd still give it a solid like b plus a minus a lot of that coming from. Baby Yoda trying to sneak snacks. I know that they are like living eggs at that point, but it, I, it's still just hilarious. He's so he's so adorable and so funny. Also, Kit can move now. He is running at this point. Um, and I did really kind of like the horror homage. Like last week was fantasy, this week's horror. I like the idea of them doing some different things, even if it wasn't exactly top tier for me
0: yeah i wonder if they'll carry that forward with the different motifs of each episode that would be particularly interesting Mm -hmm. but i have to say if people were upset last week about not moving forward and having like little (laughs) quests along the side well then they might have similar frustrations this episode because there was a lot of nap time in the episode and it wasn't being done by baby yoda But you know what, I also have to say, if it was wrapped up so sweetly and tightly, we'd be watching a movie instead of a series. So this was definitely a filler episode, and I confess that there were still some moments that had me gasping. But I have to say, I'm ready to meet Sabine Wren next episode or else. So we'll see if we get to meet her. And also, last week, Flo had said that baby Yoda was starting to talk more gibberish, and that was so mm-hmm. flipping apparent this episode, communicating with his daddy dearest while mm. dipping his cute little hand into the froggy cookie jar for delicious snacky snacks. <laughs> Colleen, what did you think?
3: Ooh, yes. Um, the line, I guess these are just stories for children. Ooh, look, like, damn, that's a hammer line from the frog lady to Mando. <laughs> I... Enjoyed this episode a lot more on my second watch. First I'm watch I was kinda one. like, What the fuck is happening? Second watch I was like, Okay, I'm I'm fine, everything's fine, I'm grounded. I really loved the part in the beginning where Din's jetpack <laughs> fell over. It kinda looked like R2 went in a new hope. He went for <laughs> very much so. <laughs> that was perfection. And I loved the callback with the X Wing pilots again, and that they're actually decent shots. Mm-hmm. Unlike our
2: Lo- horrible most hated
3: scout troopers from last season, like well done, Rebellion. It's no wonder that you won. You can actually shoot things. That's really great. Um, I'm getting really concerned, though, about Mando's parenting style. He needs to establish some discipline because it's not okay to eat someone's potential offspring and maybe end their family line. Like, yeah. not, not a great look
2: for our little baby. I will uh, say parenting is hard. Yes. <laughs>
3: and he he doesn't have that natural... Parental energy either So it's even harder for Din Jaren to do And Lil Baby did Have that guilty expression at the end Where you could tell that he knew That he fucked up by Disturbing the spiders But then he still freaking chomps on Another egg From the freaking canister It's like Mando Collect your child Don't fall asleep while your child is not asleep (laughs) What's happening But otherwise yeah I liked it wasn't one of my favorites, but still, I would still give it, like, an 8 out of 10. It was still high up there.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, so I need to go off script for a minute, because I've got two things I need to say. First thing I'm going to say is, I had this whole plan of, like, wearing this Boba Fett jacket that I have to this recording, because <laughs> I was like, obviously we're going to see him, like, it's going to be great, and then no, no but <laughs> So I was yeah. like, no, I'm not wearing the jacket, I'm saving it. So that's number one. Number two, I... Okay, so once again, I'm just very confused about this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that I want to love it so, so much, and then I'm just left confused. So I understand that, like, the main quest is to go find Baby Yoda's people. I get that. I'm not 100% sure why he needs to go find more DeLoreans to do that. I haven't bought into that. Okay, fine. What are we doing here? Also... Why are you sleeping with this frog lady in your cockpit? You don't know her. You don't know her. Why are you sleeping? Don't sleep. What's wrong? Anyways, I, I'm mad. Okay. It's a long <laughs>
1: journey. You have to go sublight. Like, you, you have to sleep at some point. It takes a while.
2: Maybe <laughs> drink some coffee. Like, maybe don't, maybe put her somewhere else. Why is she in the cockpit? Yeah, make sure she like, goes to sleep That's where first. people
1: sit. That's <laughs> the only place. <laughs>
2: He has a room. Baby you're the I guest to, room. Like set it up. Like Hull you-
1: integrity has been compromised. Sorry.
2: Honestly, whatever. I'm I was just <laughs> maybe it's because I'm like a kid who grew up with like 9-11, like very prevalent. I'm like, she's gonna fucking hijack this plane. <laughs> like what is happening? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that whatever. All that put aside. I adored the opening ambush sequence. I thought it was so funny, so charming, so Star Wars. Loved it. I was obsessed with Peli speaking frog, totally remind me of the <laughs> speaking whale, which I found <laughs> super hilarious, love that. Okay, the egg eating was extremely distressing to me. Yes. Like I was mm, yeah. actually very upset by it and I'm assuming it's because of IVF and the fact that my personal offspring are in a freezer in a lab. And if someone mm. went in and was just like, I feel like a popsicle, I'm just gonna eat this egg. I'd be like, Unbelievably devastated. Yeah, so, and the first frog that. lady was like really distraught and like super protective over her eggs. So it wasn't like she had a bunch of eggs, and like this was just like one batch. It was like these are
0: the last, crazy. the last ones. Yeah, what
2: the hell? So honestly, like I'm gonna be straight up. This is gonna be controversial, but I really disliked Baby Yoda in this episode, and I'm to the point. I
1: understand it. Yes. Yeah. I was. I was. He was kind of a. He was kind of a little dick. He
2: was oh, a dick. shit. He was yeah. a dick, mm. and I'm, like, starting to wonder if he is not on the side of the light.
0: Bum, bum,
2: bum. I'm, like, I'm starting to get really distressed. Like, this was a lot of egg-eating. Like, mm. a lot. Yeah, it was it he
0: yeah. was no longer hungry. That no, of that we can be sure. sure. Okay,
2: so it's yeah. either like here's here's my two We've thoughts. never seen Mando feed him. It is very possible right? that he has like <laughs> never eaten before.
3: Yeah, he stared <laughs> <laughs> at the crate dragon steak like it was this last freaking right. meal.
2: <laughs> so, I'm like wondering he's either evil. Okay, so he's either good and like this was just like a weird thing they thought was cute. Fine, whatever. It could be nature or,
3: nurture too. Like
2: Sure. Yeah. Or he's evil or he's like going through this mondo growth spurt and like can't be like yeah. can't you stop know, eating he can't stop he's just like a teenage boy or whatever he's just like eating everything like all the Totino's yeah. pizza rolls are going into his mouth and then Ooh, last day, <laughs> <laughs>
3: lastly
2: obviously i'm a ron weasley girl why did it have to be spiders hard no for me No. Yeah.
1: I will kind of wrap up this reactions thing (laughs) before we get into predictions. I will wrap this up and say I am prepping a a somewhat lengthy statement for our like post season, post episode four, like mid season thing on the side quests. And okay. my theories, are, and my theories around them, and Excellent. whatnot. So it
0: reminded it reminded me a lot of Skyrim, like the beginning of him carrying all that weight stuff, and just all of these different side mm-hmm. quests. But I digress. I digress. I know they're
2: heading somewhere with this. Like I know yeah. all the side quests would like come together. Like I get that. It just I haven't bought into the main quest, so I'm really struggling with the side quests. Mm-hmm. That's
1: all. <sighs> all right. Now. So. <laughs> Looking in, looking ahead to next week, though, um, since we did get this side quest, we know that next week we are almost definitely going to get to Trask. They really can't afford any more delays. The ship is on its last legs. Yeah. So assuming Trask is that water planet from the trailer, not Moncala like we had thought, I would just carry my predictions from last week through and say, same thing. We're going to the water planet. We're going to probably meet or at least get a decent tease cool. of Sasha Banks's character. Um, yep. Colleen, any other predictions for you from this one?
3: Yes, I think Peli also mentioned that that moon, the estuary moon, you can't just say water moon, you have to say estuary moon, is in the <laughs> same system as the gas giant. I think it's Cole Ibn or Cole Ibn. And I think that's the big gas giant planet we saw in the trailer where. <laughs> The poor Razor Crest with its ramp open and its engine sputtering was passing, so I think we're definitely heading there next episode.
2: And for me next week, like, I literally just need this frog lady to get her eggs fertilized for my own mental health, honestly. Like, I, <laughs> yes. I just I need it to be done.
3: Yes. Well, that's, yep. I think that's them in the trailer, too, because there's, like, a taller um, frog person Frogman. next to the short one with the egg canister that are right in front of Mando on that kind of water planet. Like... Yo, if, I we her, if
1: I if I were her, I would absolutely, like the second I landed and saw my husband, I would be like handing the pack of eggs over, being like, yo, I got these here. Now it's your turn. I'm
2: mm-hmm.
0: you yeah, frogs- I need a drink now. <laughs> I, think, I think leaving it at frog sex fertilization <laughs> is probably the best place that we could possibly end it. <laughs> So thank you so very much for being with us and come back next week when we continue exploring the Mandalorian and other geeky goodies. Remember that you can enjoy us in our podcast form, in our YouTube form, and either way, smash that subscribe button. Check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com where you can watch all of our episodes. Enjoy Colleen's book corner where she's reviewing Star Wars literature and contact, contact us through email and social media. And as always, keep telling other nerdy nights to join us because it really does help. Until next time, as always, sabers up and keep those episodes streaming. Bye. Bye.